Welcome to the Renewing Your Motherhood podcast. I'm your host, Katie Ruga, Christian wife and mama to three. On this podcast, you will hear encouragement to daily renew your mind and pursue biblical motherhood from myself and other Christian moms. I am so excited you are here. Hello, everyone. Welcome back. Um, Today, I want to talk about something that um, I personally have experienced in my motherhood, and I hope and pray that um, it is an encouragement to you ladies today, you mamas today that are listening, maybe, um, you know, mamas that have new babies, uh, mamas that have um, older babies, uh, as in older children. I hope and pray that this is encouragement to you and um, that you hear my heart in this too. And I, it's impossible to cover it all, but I'm going to try to just hit what, um, what I uh, feel the Lord really helped me with during it all. So I want to start with a story and um, I'm going to take it back a ways for when my son was born. So I was 21 when I had my son Ezra and I did suffer postpartum anxiety, um, and depression with him, um, or after I had him. And I remember it very, very vividly. Um, you could call me very high strung around that time. And I, I just remember always feeling super anxious about, um, laying him down in his crib and, um, you know, what if something happened in the middle of the night? And so I would sleep with the camera, the sound machine we had a, or not the sound machine. We had a baby monitor. Sorry. I would sleep with the baby monitor next to my head every single night. Um, after we moved him into his room, he was in our room for quite a while. And then we moved him into his own room, which was right across the hall. Um, but I remember sleeping with the baby monitor next to my head. So I would hear his every breath if possible. Um, and I just remember like, it was very overpowering. I was very, very anxious. Um, it was a really, I had a really hard time, like watching my husband give Ezra a bath because I was so nervous that something was going to happen. Um, I followed all the things, you know what I mean? Like I, I had way too much anxiety to break any of the rules, um, kind of thing. And it was, it was hard. It was rough. Um, and as he got older, it got better. And I remember thinking like, okay, when I have baby two, I'm going to be a lot more relaxed, right? Because with baby two, baby three, definitely baby four. You're, you're like, okay, I've done this before. I know what I'm doing. Like, it's okay. You know? Um, so with baby two, when I found out I was pregnant the second time I thought, Oh, I'm going to be so much more chill this time. Um, and then I found out I was having twins and I've shared in one of my previous episodes that I literally hyperventilated in the office. Like I, was so afraid of so many things. And so throughout the 
pregnancy with the twins, it was definitely a, it was a high risk pregnancy. And actually, um, the story of my twins, I, at 32 weeks, uh, went in for an appointment with a specialist to look at, um, how much amniotic, I cannot say that word, how much fluid I had left around my girls. And at that time, they thought that Zoe, uh, my oldest twin, did not have a flu, a lot of fluid left around her. So they told me in the waiting room or in the room where the ultrasound was happening that I needed to have a C-section that day to get the girls out. And I'll never forget it. I was fear of um, fear had had me for sure. Um, I remember walking out to the waiting room and my grandma was actually with me that day and I was bawling. She's like, what is going on? I'm like, I have to go have a C-section. Like the girls need to come out. And so long story short, the girls got out and unfortunately we had some issues in the NICU. Um, and so from the get go, my plans to be more chill with baby number two, um, unfortunately did not happen. I was still very high strung. Um, I definitely still had postpartum anxiety after having the girls and it's very, very real. Um, and it was rough. I had a very hard time. Fast forward to when Zoe was, uh, three. And again, I've shared a little bit about this, I think on a previous episode, but when Zoe was almost three, um, she had an accident in our home and, um, we thought that she was going to die. And it was the most gut wrenching thing that I've ever experienced in my life. Um, even to this day, when I talk about it, or I allow myself to think about it, um, I get sick to my stomach. And before this happening, before this this um, incident happening, I would say that I was not doing a good job trusting the Lord with my children. I would say that I had not truly surrendered my children to the Lord knowing that he loved them more than I ever could. And he created them. Um, and I did not, and that he gave them to me to, uh, steward them, train them, teach them for him. And so this incident really just struck my heart. And I remember in the hospital, um, I fell to my knees And I remember, I remember thinking, Lord, they are yours. My children are yours. They are not mine. And I remember praying, begging the Lord, like, Lord, please save her. Please save her life. And it was quite an emotional roller coaster. And throughout um, the time there, like, my heart was staying in that surrendered area. And I remember when we got home, we got home after three days of being in the PICU. Um, and 
I remember sitting on the couch at home probably the next day after we got home and I had my, my music on, my Bible open, and I remember just sobbing. And again, just being hit with that realization, like, they are not my own. They are not mine. I mean, yes, I gave birth to them, but God gave them to me um, to raise for him. And I am not in charge of how many days they will be here. Um, And it just sunk deep into my heart. And from that moment till now, two years later, I, my heart and my mind has truly shifted to being less anxious about everything, essentially, um, and instead trusting the Lord with their lives. And so, as you, I'm sure, have put together, this little message today is about surrendering to the Lord, surrendering your surrendering your own life to the Lord, and specifically surrendering your children to the Lord. Why, why is it a comfort to surrender our children to the Lord? Well, we know that we can trust God. We know that God from Genesis, that God created each one of us in his image and that he loves us so much. We know that he loves us, each one of us. He sent his only son, Jesus Christ, to die on the cross and pay for our sins, each one of us, me and my three children. And he cares for them more than I ever could. And the first thing that I think of is how Jesus is our great shepherd, how he protects us, loves us, guides us, um, cares for his flock. He never, ever sleeps, ever. He is always watching over us, always. And what a comfort that is that he is always watching over our children. He is constantly with and watching over our children. And actually, there's a Bible verse. I'll have to find it and put it in the notes. Um, I'm trying to look it up right now, but there is a Bible verse um, that talks about how each one of our children has an angel assigned to them. Um, I'm going to see if I can find it really quick. And when I came across that verse, I was blown away. Matthew 18, 10. Let's open to that really quick. If you have a Bible, Matthew 18, 10 is where I'm going. And I actually have KJV currently. So bear with me here. It says, take heed that you despise not one of these little ones. For I say unto you that in heaven, their angels do always behold the face of my father, which is in heaven. So that verse, it talks about God's concern for our children. God cares for our children. Certain angels are assigned to watch over children and they, the angels have direct access to God. We see in that verse that the angels, 
These angels that have been assigned to our children, their face is always beholding the face of the Father. And so it is so comforting to know, especially in a world in a world that ignores children, that aborts children, that that thinks children are a burden, that they're waste a waste of space and air and a world that believes these things it is so comforting to know that god loves and cares for our children so much that he has assigned an angel to each one of our children to watch over them so that verse i remember I found that verse like a year ago and I just was really struck by it. And so I just, the idea that, you know, God created our children and loves them more than we ever could. And that he cares about them so much that each one of our children has an angel watching over him or her. Does that not bring comfort to your soul? Now I know I I know from from watching, from seeing um, that losing a child is absolutely devastating and heartbreaking. My best friend, when I was 14 years old, she passed away and I watched her mom and her dad, but specifically I remember her mom, just watching her mom go through that was so, so difficult. And so even though I have not lost a child, I came close. And it's in that moment where you just get rocked and reminded, I am not in control. We are not in control. And that's a good thing. Because God knows the plans he has for our children. He knows what their lives are going to be. He has a specific good plan for each one of our children. And our children's days are numbered like ours. And so I think it's important to remember that in the back of our minds that we're not, we're not ever not going to go through suffering with our children. I think there will always be a level, you know, for example, like I really truly feel like the Lord is always reminding me, like I'm not in control because I could be home with my children. This has happened so many times. I'm home with my kids and I was just with them in the same room. And maybe I stepped out really quick to get a cup of water and bam, one of my children gets hurt. I'm like, I was right here. Like I was right next to you. But it's those moments, those little moments over and over that just are a constant reminder that we are not in control. God is. And we can trust God. If you trust God with your own life, then you need to trust God with your children's lives. Trust him for their salvation trust him for their safety, trust him for um, their growth, trust him for 
um, comfort and for peace for them. Um, just trust him. Trust him that he's got them and he has a good plan for them. Another thing that I came that I was thinking about was the prodigal son and how the prodigal son ran away from his mom and dad, right? His dad was probably thinking, wow, I, I, yeah, I really don't have any control here. Like, um, you know, he wants to go. And so he let him go. Um, and as we can see, um, the son gets to the end, right. When he's so hungry and he's like, I need to go back. And he surrenders his selfish desires to go home. And we see that the reconciliation, the rejoicing is there. And it's just like another picture of like, if you have surrendered your life to God, if you have confessed with your mouth that Jesus Christ is your Lord, then we have to remain in that practice, even with our children, even if they haven't accepted Jesus Christ as their savior yet, they may not understand the gospel yet because they're little, right? Like one, two, three, four, you know? Um, But we can still trust that God has a good plan. We, we see that God works everything out for good, even with the things that Satan intended for evil, this accident that Zoe had, it, it could have made our hearts extremely bitter and angry against God. But instead, praise the Lord, it caused both my husband and I to get on our knees and recognize, humble ourselves before God and recognize he is in control. Verse Psalms 46 10 says, be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. Be still and know that he is God. We can call on him in the day of trouble. We can run to him when we're feeling afraid. We can lay our anxieties. We can cast our anxieties on the Lord for his yoke is light. Mamas, if you have a little one right now and you are just overcome with anxiety, what if they die of SIDS? What if they don't grow? What if they get cancer? If you are consumed with these thoughts of the what ifs and you are so anxious because of these thoughts, I highly, highly encourage you to take those anxieties to God and cast them on him. I will say it again and again. He loves your children. He cares for them. We know by example, too, like reading in the New Testament, Jesus says, let them come unto me. Let them come unto me. Don't stop them. Let them come. 
And so just teaching our children to, you know, surrendering our children's lives and teaching them like what it means to surrender their lives to Christ, what it means to daily live for Christ and, and not themselves. I think that's very important too. Psalms 9.10 is another verse that I was looking at um, before I started recording here. And it says, And they that know thy name will put their trust in thee, for thou, Lord, has not forsaken them that seek thee. God will never forsake those who trust in him. He will never abandon us. God's promise does not mean that if we trust in him, we will escape loss or suffering. It means that God himself will never leave us no matter what we face. So mama, maybe there's a mom listening that has lost a child. Maybe there's a mom listening that is currently losing a child. As in maybe cancer or some other disease. Maybe there's a mama listening that thinks about all the what ifs and is afraid to lose your child. I want you to know, I understand. I do. I also want you to know that if you trust in the Lord and you cast all of your anxieties on him, that you will find when you truly surrender your heart, your will, your children's hearts to the Father, you will experience a peace that passes all understanding. It's absolutely crazy to think that that's possible. But I'm telling you, after Zoe's accident, after surrendering to the, to the Lord, I had never felt such a peace like that. And from that day on, I told the Lord, I was like, Lord, just keep me in this place. Keep me humble, Lord. Help me to remember that they're not mine, that their days are numbered and that you have a good plan for their life and that you love them so much that you give them each an angel to watch over them. Lord, thank you for that. Thank you for that comfort. I pray for you, mamas listening. I pray that you put your trust in the Lord. He will never, ever leave you, no matter what you go through, no matter what your children go through. He will never, ever leave you. He is the God of all comfort. He loves you and he loves your children so much. So I pray as you think about this and you realize that Your children's days are numbered, and so are yours. That the Lord would help you, stir up in you a diligence like never before to be so intentional with your time with your children, to take every opportunity you can to teach them, train them, love them, care for them, nurture them, I pray that the Lord will stir that up in you, Mama, so that 
you cherish them as the Father cherishes them. Let me close out by praying. Lord, thank you so much for being the good shepherd. Lord, thank you so much for coming to this earth. Jesus, thank you for dying on that cross and rising from the, from the dead and for giving us all the opportunity to spend eternity with you, Lord. I pray tonight. I'm recording at night, Lord. I pray tonight for the mamas listening to this. If they have any anxieties, Lord, if they haven't really come to a place of surrender in their own heart and surrendering their children to you, Lord, that they would. Lord, please work in our hearts every day to surrender our will and to surrender our children to you, knowing we can trust you, that you love them, Father, and that you have a good plan for them. I pray for the mama listening that maybe has lost a, that has lost a child, Lord. I pray that you would give them a comfort, a nearness to them, Lord. Please be near to them. Comfort them like no one else or nothing else can, Lord. Help them to still cling to you and trust you, Lord Jesus. Father, I thank you. I thank you so much. I thank you that we can cast our cares on you, Lord. I pray for every single mom listening, Lord. Just give them what they need tonight, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen.